It's the Real Estate Podcast, across every state, city and town of Australia. And welcome to another episode of the Real Estate Podcast, available on iHeartRadio every morning, also on Spotify and Apple and wherever you get your podcasts from. It's a Friday morning, the 15th day of July for 2022, and a lot of COVID going around at the moment. The spread of it is well and truly intensifying, so be careful out there on your Friday and if you are at home sick with COVID, the flu or the common cold, I wish you a speedy recovery. Coming up this morning, we are going to be looking at the Melbourne market. What is going on there at the moment? Well, we're going to find out with Amanda Jones, who has been there for some time. She's got some great insights for you in just a moment. And if you're celebrating your birthday for the 15th, you share it on the same day when Princess Diana and Prince Charles signed their divorce papers. That happened on this day back in 19. 1996, and it was also on this day The Dark Knight, starring Heath Ledger, premiered in New York, happened in 2008. And of course, he played the psychotic Joker, and arguably Heath Ledger's greatest role. Grab your coffee and switch on your real estate breakfast every weekday morning from 6.30. It's the main centre forecast with propertybuyer.com.au. And checking on your weather around Australia this morning. First, we go to Sydney expecting sunny and fine conditions, a high of 17 degrees. Melbourne, partly cloudy. The good news is it is going to be dry for your Friday morning and 15 degrees. Brisbane is the place to be. It's warm with sunshine and your top of 21. And in Perth, rain to ease throughout the day and your expected high today is 20 degrees. From first home buyers to property investors and everything in between. Every morning on the Real Estate Podcast. Well, the headline numbers have been showing a decline in the Melbourne property market as we know, but are the numbers really the full story? Melbourne has always been seen as the auction capital of Australia. And where are the great pockets of value to be found in a declining market in Melbourne? And more importantly, which suburbs are showing the greatest resilience in the current realities? Well, joining us this morning is Amanda Jones, who is a principal buyer's advocate for propertybuyer.com.au in Melbourne. Let's talk property, a podcast series with Rich Harvey. And good morning, Amanda. Welcome to the Breakfast Podcast. The boss is away and you've stepped into his shoes. Good morning, Craig. Very happy to be talking to you. And yes, he has got me to fill some very big shoes this morning. And we're going to have a look at the Melbourne property market. I see that CoreLogic, they're reporting that property values, of course, have declined in Melbourne. Is this an accurate reflection of what is happening to property prices as you do your weekly inspections on the ground there? Uh, Craig, that's a fantastic question. And yes, there has been a decline in property prices, but I think we have to have to look at it in a way that's reflective of the market that we've actually seen over the last 18 months. So we've seen really, really steady gains. And I don't think that it's unusual, especially at this time of year, that we would see the decreases that we've actually seen in the last quarter. 
And with your experience on the ground there in Melbourne, how would you describe the Melbourne property market right now, July the 15th, so we're in the middle of July? The Melbourne property market at the moment, if you're to sort of look at it within micro markets, it's quite buoyant in some areas and it's quite slow in other areas. I think that we should actually look at Melbourne as micro markets. So what I'm finding at the moment that there is some amazing areas that are still great for capital growth. So if you're still looking at Frankston or the Bayside areas, areas like Chadston, we're actually seeing that properties aren't getting passed in in some areas. They're actually still going to auction and they're still getting good money at auction. You know, it is the middle of winter, so things do slow down. And if we were to look at the figures back in 2018, the clearance rates were at this time in 2018 at around about 55%. So we're more or less the same there's been a stabilisation of the market in Melbourne. And talking of the different suburbs this morning, what's happening in the inner ring suburbs and particularly the prestige markets? So the inner ring suburbs are quite interesting at the moment. So you've got areas like Armadale, South Yarra, Paran, and they're actually getting really good prices still. Like if you actually look at Armadale, probably over the last two years, there's a stronghold in that area. You find a lot of people actually don't sell their property. So it's a very hard area to actually get into. So it's very a very much a buoyant market. There are areas sort of like uh, Preston and Coburg that have actually slowed down, but there are areas like Armadale, South Yarra, Paran is fantastic. So if you look at the data at the moment, as I said, there's not a lot of properties that are actually passing in. And if they are passing in in those areas, they are actually being sold within a few days. And we have to remember that prestige market too, it's probably the 2% of the market and it's intergenerational wealth that actually buys it. And we all aspire to sort of get into those suburbs. It's a very, very strong market still. So anything over 3 million, the properties are still really sought after, especially along the Bayside area as well, like Sandringham, Brighton, Morris, a fantastic, which is outer. But these key suburbs that where the wealth is, stock is low. Coming into spring, hopefully, there'll be a lot more stock on the market. And Amanda, what about the middle ring suburbs and the average family home suburbs? What's happening in that space? So the middle ring suburbs, um, I'm, again, I'm going to actually bring up by Morris. There's Sandringham. I'm absolutely in love with Cheltenham and Mentone at the moment. So Cheltenham is one of those areas that if you can get a house or a unit, it's actually where the rail loop is actually going to go from Cheltenham to over to Box Hill. And then we've got the outer area of Frankston too. And all of those areas are actually going to be connected by the rail loop, which will go all the way to Werribee and then hopefully out to the airport. But I'm loving Cheltenham at the moment. Another area that I'm absolutely loving is Carnegie, Chadston and Oakley. So they're around about 15 minutes from the city, uh, Chadston and Oakley. But again, stock is tight. So if you can get into those areas, even as an investor for a unit, I would definitely put my money on it. And what is happening in the Bayside areas? 
So Bayside areas are really, really interesting. And I call any areas from Sandringham down to Mentone, the school zone, you have an abundance of private and state schools. But there's two key factors, in my opinion, when it comes to buying real estate, and that is school zones and water. If we look at the the Sydney property market, anything that's close to the water will give you that capital growth. And what we're actually seeing in Melbourne, that it's got good capital growth, and we're actually seeing that the rental yield in those areas, in those prestige areas of Bayside, they're going up. It's very, very hard to get a rental in those areas as well because you've actually got a demographic that actually has is earning a really good amount of money, but some of them still just don't have that big deposit money that they actually need for the property that they actually aspire to live in, but they actually want the school zones for their children. And compared to last year, we know that the bidders are down, the numbers are down. What are you seeing right now? I'm actually seeing that the bidders are down at auction. I think the market is just stabilising. And I think we have to remember that, again, there was a fear of missing out last year, which isn't here this year. But we've got the, the true buyers that are actually still out there. And we have to remember that people are still having babies. Their children are still growing. People are getting older and they need to downsize. And we've got all of those factors still in the market. You've got a lot of first home buyers out there at the moment or people that have actually got into the market in the last three years and they actually haven't seen changes in interest rates. The buyers that are a key to the market are still out there and they're still wanting to buy. And looking ahead to spring, everybody's doing that. Let's see a little bit of sunshine. What's likely to happen, do you think, in the next few months? I think probably from the end of June, we've seen a lot of people that would have been in the market right now away on holidays. So I think within the next six weeks, we're going to see a lot more properties come to market. And I think for the spring market, I think it's going to be extremely buoyant and the property market will keep going on and it's not going to fall into a heap. There's always growth, especially in Melbourne over the last four decades. We've had the strongest growth of any state in Australia. And property buying fence sitters right now in the Melbourne market, what advice would you give them? Don't sit on the fence. With every market that we've seen over every single decade, the one thing that happens is property prices always go up. Do not sit. If you're seeing a small decrease or decreases in prices at the moment, the right time to buy is always now, not tomorrow. We don't know where the market's actually going to go in the future. We didn't know we were going to have COVID. And once we hit COVID, those property prices soared. All right, good on you, Amanda. Thank you for coming on to the Real Estate Podcast. Enjoy your Friday and the weekend coming up. Thank you very much, Craig, for having me and you have a lovely day. We connect you to the best real estate information across Australia. The Real Estate Podcast.